Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever it is for you. I hope it's good. My name is Jay King. Welcome to the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the first show of the year for me. Um, the first show that I that I'm taping for 2024. We're going to talk about reforecasting priorities for 2024. The priorities that you have, how you reforecast them. I'm going to talk about. Um, how I am reforecasting for 2024, what I'm reforecasting, and why it's important. My name is Jay King. I'm the president and CEO of the California Black Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. I am a radio show host at KBLA. T- um, I'm sorry. I'm a radio show host at KDEE 97.5 uh, in Sacramento. 97. I'm sorry. Let me go back, Mike. I'm a radio show host at 97.5 FM KDEE in Sacramento every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 3 to 5 p.m. And then I um, do a podcast. Uh, And then I do a podcast every morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on thejkingnetwork.com, the J-A-Y-K-I-N-G network.com. And, of course, I do this show, KBLA Talk 1580, The J. King Show. You can also find this show on the iHeartRadio app, download iHeartRadio. Go to your, um, what do they call that store, Mike? Go to your app, I'm sorry. Go to your app store. Yeah, go to your app store and download the iHeartRadio app and search for The J. King Show, and you can listen to all my past shows, and you can listen to shows up to date. You can download them. You can do anything you want. But interact with me because that that's what is important to me that we um that if you like the show that we interact and that if there's something that I should talk about that you let me know what you think is important to us as a community. Today, talking about reforecasting, a lot of people will make New Year's resolutions, and most people who make New Year's resolution, they say about eighty percent, eighty ninety percent of the people that make a New Year's resolution will not follow through on it. I like taking my time to reforecast, to look at where I am and figure out how I'm going to do and be better from year to year. No time limit, just looking at myself. Last year, um, I had a number of people with health scares. Some people were negatively affected by COVID so much so that even today uh, they're still not healthy. Some people didn't vaccinate and um, because of underlying health issues uh, had a hard time getting back to form. I was vaccinated and boosted and when I got COVID, I just had um, some discomfort, but nothing significant uh, that would cause me to go to the hospital. But what it did do was it woke me up about my health. And I recently got a um, blood pressure um, contraption to to track my blood pressure. And I, I haven't been to the doctors, and this is something that black folk, black men in particular, are guilty of, and that's not going to the doctor. I haven't been to a doctor since 1987. Uh, and 88, 
was sick once and went to a clinic and uh, because of, uh, because I got a real bad cold. But other than that, I haven't been to a doctor this year. Uh, I am going to start taking my health seriously because I'm 61 years old. January 27th, I'll be 62. I am officially an old man, a younger old man, but an old man nonetheless. And health is important, especially African-Americans. And high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, and heart disease are prevalent among African-American men in my age group. I recently did my blood pressure, and I'm 119 over 78. And it scared the bejesus out of me until I was told that that was normal and good. So I'm 119 over 78, my blood pressure. But today, I have made a commitment to myself to go see a doctor, get a full examination of my health to see where I stand. Because I am committed to reforecasting my life this year from last year to see what I need to do to improve on having a healthy life in my older age as I've had in my younger age. And what I'm hoping is that what I talk about will encourage you, motivate you, or even cause you to think of the think of where you are in your life right now and what you can do to reforecast for this new year, to just erase whatever happened last year and start all over in 2024, because we can. That's the beautiful thing. And I don't care. Um, some people will say, well, you know, 2024 is just another day. It's no different than the day before. And in a lot of ways, they're right, except that in your mind, you can say from right now, from right here, this is what I'm going to do. For me, it's my physical health, making sure that I'm healthy as a, uh, an adult male who is older, and then starting a real exercise routine that I can um, that I can do just using my body weight. And so, uh, I am five foot six. I weigh roughly 178 pounds. So I am on a quest to lose 18 pounds to get down to right around 160. And um, I think that's the optimal weight for me. I think it's a good grown man weight for a five foot six frame. And so that is my goal uh, to go to the doctors, make that a regular, uh, make a regular commitment to it the same way I do going to the dentist. You know, I'm going to start going to the doctors to check on my health, and I'm going to exercise consistently with a regimen that's just using my body weight because as an older man, I don't need to lift weights anymore and stuff like that. I just need to maintain a nice frame and lose weight and watch how I eat. My name is Jay King. This is the Jay King Show. And today, we're going to encourage you, reforecast priorities in your life for 2024, and let's see what kind of progress we make in different areas. I'm going to talk about nine different areas today. We're starting with health, and then we're going to go to finance. You're tuned into the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580.
My name is Jay King, and I'll be right back. How was that, Mike? Good, Jay. Got it. Was that too? How um, was that short or was that good? That was a little short. <clears throat> but that's Do you okay. Want me to keep going. Sounds like you can hear me. Yes. No, you don't have to keep going. Segment okay. will be, uh, it's going to be 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You're on. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is Jay King. I hope you guys had a wonderful uh, New Year, a uh, wonderful holiday season. Now we have to roll up our sleeves and get ready uh, for this new year. And re-forecasting our priorities in the new year is what the subject matter is today. And I started off with health because, um, believe it or not, the African-American male has lost about eight-tenths of a year. We used to live to be 69.9 years old. We're now 69.1 years old. Uh, We lost eight months somewhere. And I think it has to do with uh, our diet has to do with our weight. 67% of African-Americans are either obese or overweight, and it has to do with uh, how we frequent health facilities. Uh, Do we go to clinics, hospitals, doctors enough? Do we check in on ourselves? Now, I take no medicine. I'm not prescribed any medicine, and um, uh, and, but I can't be prescribing any medicine because I haven't been to a doctor. And the first thing I did was just recently I bought the little contraption that you put on your arm so you can see your blood pressure. And I wanted to see what my blood pressure was. Somebody told me that your blood pressure is going to tell a lot about your health. And my blood pressure was 119 over 78. Scared the crap out of me because I didn't know what that meant until I found out that 119 over 78 means that my blood pressure is normal. I I believe that a lot of it has to do with the fact that I do work out and I walk a lot. I drink a lot of water and I laugh a lot. And I believe that laughing and joking have a lot to do with your health and your outlook, but it doesn't negate the fact that as men, black men in particular, that we have to start taking our health more serious as we get older. I am a young man, but an old man. I'm a young, old man. Uh, I am 61 years old. January 27th, I will be 62 years old. So let me tell you how I see life, and then you can understand when I say I'm a young, old man. I believe from the time you're born till you're 19 years old, you are in your adolescence. From the time you're 20, to the time you're 39 years old, you are a young adult. From 40 to 59, you are middle-aged. From 60 to 79, you are old. From 80 to 99, you are elderly. And from 99, I mean, from 100, moving on, you are blessed and fortunate. So I am now 
61 going on 62, which means that I'm old, but I'm a young old man because you stay old up until you're 79. So I'm 62, so I have another 17 years of old in front of me before I become elder. And I want those years to be wonderful years. I want them to be vibrant. I want to be healthy. I want to be mobile. And that requires me to take my health more serious. And I'm talking to black men in particular right now. We have to be serious about being healthy in our older years. And when we start getting the bellies that protrude and make us look two, three, four, five, six months pregnant, inside that belly is where your health issues are. That's where the diabetes is. That's where the hypertension is. That's where the high blood pressure is and the the health disease, all of it is right there in that gut. And so the idea should be to start working on removing that gut from you. Um, And it doesn't require a lot of work. You don't have to go get a gym um, membership to do it. I, I get up in the morning and I stretch. The first thing I do is I stretch and then I do, um, I lay on my back and stretch my body out, my arms up, and you can feel where your body is tight and it starts to loosen. I just relax. Then I do sit-ups. I do push-ups. I do, um, uh, um, God dang it, Mike. When you, when you stretch your body out, planks. Oh, I do sit-ups. I do push-ups. I do planks, and then I, I shadow box, and, and that is my day. If it's not too cold, if it's not raining, I'll walk. If I don't walk, I, shuff, I, 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 I bounce box. I just bounce like a boxer, and I do that for 30-second intervals, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of work, and then I do calf raises. None of it requires me to leave my room or to have a bunch of uh, contraption. It's just me and my body. So you can start, and, and, and I don't try to start doing a whole bunch of anything. I want to do fives, five reps, three, uh, inter- I mean, three different reps of five. And I do everything like that. And it normally takes me 15 to 20 minutes. And then I get in the shower, Get ready for my morning show, Kings in the Morning. What I also notice is that with my physical health, my financial health is important. Because if when you wake up in the morning, you're worried about whether you can pay your house note or your rent, if you're worried about whether you can pay your gas or electric, if you're worried about whether you can pay your car note or whether you're going to eat, or if you're worried about anything financially and you're over 50 years old, 
It's not going to get better as you get older because the older we get, oftentimes the lower our income gets because now we're in our retirement ages. If we haven't done smart things financially, and we know that when we look at the African-American community, we have not done things smart. We haven't done smart things financially. A lot of it not due to us because we have been in a systemic system of racism, bigotry, prejudice, and bias, and it's been passed down from one generation to the next. And so we don't have what um, white people in this country have, and that is generational wealth. As a matter of fact, there's a disparity report that says we will be at zero wealth by 2053 if we continue in the same direction we're going in now. So that's the bad news. The good news is we have time to fix it. And I think people feel like in order to save money or to start investing, they have to have a lot of money, and you don't. What, what will happen is as you start investing, whether it's in the stock market, cryptocurrency, IRA accounts, 401Ks, I don't care what it is, um, as you start to see the money grow, and I don't care if it's in big increments or small increments, it becomes exciting. I have money that, that I have, that I invest, that I would never touch. It's not for me to touch. The money is there to grow, and I get excited as I see the market change. Even when the market goes down, I don't worry about it because I know it's coming back because of the kind of stock that I buy. So I'm going to say this to you all. In the world we live in today, if you don't have a trade account on Robinhood, Webull, Schwab, um, Acorn, um, Cash App. It's offered, they're offered everywhere. Acorn, you can save just your change, just um, rounding up your dollars. And Acorn will save pennies, nickels, quarters, dimes, and invest them for you. And before you know it, you'll have three, four, five thousand dollars in an Acorn account that's continuously growing, and, and then you'll see when you get fifty cents a month from different investments that you have, twenty-five cents a month, and it doesn't sound like a lot until one day you opened up and you have five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars in front of you. That's just that's just sitting there, but just for an emergency. Also, with cryptocurrency. You don't have to invest a lot in cryptocurrency. And you can, you know, the Shiba coin uh, is a coin that you can buy for thousands of a penny. So you could buy a hundred bucks worth and have a hundred thousand coins. And the reason why you do it is for speculation only. Just in case, we did that with the Dogecoin, and I had 50,000 Dogecoins that I paid 100 bucks for. 
and the Dogecoin went to 70 cents. So my $100 turned into 35,000. I sold 40,000 coins and kept 10,000 that I still have today. Those 10,000 coins were $7,000. Today it's worth about $900, so it's gone down. But I'm holding them in case it goes back up again to $100, at which time I would sell them for a million bucks. The reason why I do that is because I only paid 100 bucks for them anyway, and I took $28,000 out. I made my money back. Now, that's not going to happen all the time, but that's what speculation is. So start learning how to be financially and fiscally responsible for your future. If, you know, and, and start looking at where your waste is and take your waste money. Take your jack-off money and stop wasting and jacking it off and actually investing it. Go buy some some Google, some Amazon, some Tesla and Apple, stocks that, that you know about. Just buy things, and, and you don't have to buy a whole share now. You can buy partial shares. Buy $20 at a time, $15 at a time, and just let your portfolio grow. You'd be surprised at how your financial health affects your physical health and how your physical health impacts your financial health. They go hand in hand. And those two, those two elements of your life are like a one-two punch to the quality of life that you're going to have. So I hope that anything you did yesterday, anything you did in 23, you shake it off and say, starting today and moving forward, my physical health, my financial health are going to be priorities. I'm not going to burden myself with it. I'm just going to impact my life by being responsible in those two areas. So that's where we're at. You're tuned into the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is J. King. We'll be right back. How was that, Mike? Good, Jay. Got it. That was, that, that was 15 minutes, right? Yep, absolutely. Perfect. Okay. Tell me what, what I got. What I got next. You're nine here? Nine? Nine? Yes. Okay. Let me know when. Anytime. You're on. Okay. So let me tell you guys um, what's happening here. We're taping the show. Today my computer is jacked up, so Mike is doing it from his side. And Mike edits this show. It airs on Friday and Saturday on KBLA Talk 1580. But if you download the iHeartRadio app and then search for the J. King Show, 
You can listen to all my shows anytime you want. They're all right there. You can download them. You can pick and choose what you want to listen to. The, the titles are right there in front of you. So if you haven't done that, please do so, and, and then I'll, and let me know that it's done, and we'll make sure that, that we're giving you good content. You ready, Mike? Yes. We're back. It's the J. King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. My name is J. King. We're talking about reforecasting for the new year, reforecasting your priorities for 2024. We talked about health and finance and how those two things work hand-in-hand with each other, that your health and your financial position have a real effect on each other. And, you know, when we talk about um, being the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer, black people automatically put ourselves in the poor category. And we have to stop that. When we hear somebody say the rich is going, are going to get richer and the poor are going to get poorer, our job should want to be the rich so we can get richer. And that's where your physical health comes in. You have to be rich physically. So your health, your physical health has to be important to you. And then your financial health has to be important. What are you doing to ensure that financially you're going to be better off tomorrow than you are today? And that requires investing. And so we can't say money is the root of all evil because money is just an inanimate object. It's just evil people with money giving money a bad name. When your health is good, when you are financially secure, when it comes to civic engagement, and what I mean by that, um, voting for candidates, voting on measures and on, 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 on different propositions become very important because it has an effect on your financial health and it could have an effect on your physical health. But if you're not engaged, you don't have a voice. You can't complain and say what's wrong, or you can't say, uh, you can't say because of this situation, I don't, or because I don't believe anything is going to change, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to get civically involved. We have to be more involved civically. We have to vote. I vote for everything. If there was, if there was whether dogs should have fleas or not, and there was a vote for it, I would be voting on that issue. I vote for everything. I never take time off from voting. There's never an issue that I can't vote for or that I won't vote for. Because if I get lazy... And that aspect of my life, there may come a time where something is going to have a negative effect on my financial health or my physical health because of the health care system or because of my ability 
to generate money. I mean, it may be a tax situation that I don't want to see happen because I am financially solvent and healthy. And a lot of times, black people will say, that doesn't affect me because I don't have money anyway. It's going to affect you if something should happen and you have money and you're not involved, or if a candidate is going to have a negative impact on you, and in local races especially, sometimes races are determined by three, five, ten voters. So you could be the difference between a candidate making it or not, or a measure passing or not, or a proposition passing or not, that could have a negative impact on you. In the state of California, African Americans voted less than 20%. And that's unacceptable. As a matter of fact, across the country, if African Americans voted, we would change every election in every state of this union. Our vote alone, because we don't vote, and when we do, because it's not calculated in the formula, we impact the formula in a way that throws off the calculation and a candidate that wasn't necessarily slated to win becomes the winner because we supported them. So we, we have to become more civically involved. And that should be something that we talk about as a community, talk about as family, talk about as friends. We should encourage everyone to be civically involved because oftentimes we are so emotional because we're not used to civic involvement. And when these things start to be talked about, we talk about them from our emotion as a as opposed to from a pragmatic, strategic, and critical mindset. And so when you look at our communities and when we say, well, nothing's changed, things are only getting worse, yep, of course, because you've done nothing to make anything change. As an overall, as a community, if you look at us 50 years ago, Versus 50 years later, we've lost so much ground 50 years later versus 50 years ago. You look at us in 1974, and you look at us in 2024. You can't tell me that our lives look better, that our communities look better, that our financial pictures look better and more healthy. They don't. A lot of it has to do with our lack of civic involvement. A lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't recognize how important voting is, how important we are to each other, how when our voices unite, the kind of movement we can make. 
the fact that we have to even convince each other to vote after so many people for so many generations fought for our ability to vote and we don't even honor them by making voting one of the most important aspects of our life on this planet, and especially in this country. So our physical health, our financial health, and our political health are all tied together. They work hand in hand. Without those three elements working together, the improvements that we're looking for, the gains that we're fighting for won't happen, won't take place. And it won't happen from a leadership standpoint. It has to happen from a community standpoint. It has to happen from you and I as community people saying this is what we're going to do so when people step up to be leaders for us, if they're not having conversations the way we want them to, they can't be the leadership. Now we have anybody can be leadership as long as they're black. We got to get out of that thing. We have to get smarter. We have to become, become more pragmatic. We can't think like we're in the 1900s and look for progress. Thinking like the 1900s isn't thinking like a progressive person. It's thinking like somebody who's trapped in yesterday, trying to move in tomorrow. And that makes us out of step. My name is Jay King. You're tuned into The Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. We'll be right back. How was that, Mike? Thank you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. How many minutes I have? Yes, two four and a half minute segments. Okay. This show is sponsored by Highlands Community Charter School. If you're 22 years or older without a high school diploma, Highlands Community Charter School is where you ought to be. Not only will they help you earn your high school diploma, they'll help you find a career pathway, and it doesn't cost a dime, just time and effort. 916-844-2283 is the number. 916-844-2283, Highlands Community Charter School. And remember, it's never too late to get your life in order. How was that? Okay. You're tuned into Jay King. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Jay King, and we're talking about reinforcing priorities for the new year for 2024. We talked about health, making sure that we take care of our health. We talked about finances, recognizing the fact that our financial health and our physical health are tied together and how they impact each other. And then we just talked about our civic health our ability our our ability to get more involved in the political process at the local state and national levels we have to do these things if we want to see change happen not just in our lives but in our communities and now i want to talk about our mental health 
because it is our mental health that we've ignored since slavery. We haven't had the conversation. We haven't talked about the fact that we have been in a mental health crisis since the end of slavery. But why wouldn't we? Once slavery ended and the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments are ratified, and we are said, we are said to have been given the same inalienable rights as our white counterparts. Those freedoms never came to us, always denied us by a government that's supposed to protect us. And we have to make sure that we have these conversations so that we don't hold this anger and this hate and this hurt and this trauma and this suffering inside of our bodies, inside of our spirits, inside of our hearts, inside of our minds, because that's what we've done. That's what we do. That's why we're so quick to get upset. And we have to address our mental frailties, our mental health. We have to address the fact that these are things that we haven't spoken about. But we have to start talking about them. We have to start talking about them to our children, to our spouses, to our family members, to our friends, especially our friends that don't look like us, that don't come from where we come from. I think the reason why we suffer from mental health issues is because we don't even know our own history. And we don't make it a priority to know our history. It's a priority to me to know who I am, to know where I come from, to know the fight and the tenacity built me. But I, I oftentimes wondered why do I believe I can do anything? Why do I think I should be as wealthy as any other man on this planet? Why do I think like that? Why do I think that there's so much for the world to offer me? I just have to go get it. And I can't do it with fear as the driver. I can't do it with murder and mayhem on my mind. And I, you know, I say my mom and dad, but I also know the neighborhood I come from. The, the older guys in the community And I latch on to the best parts of what life is for me. I don't marry myself to what's on television 
to what's in newspapers, to what's in social media, to what's being fed to me. We have to divorce ourselves from the lies and the, the tricks that are being sold to us. And we have to marry ourselves to possibility. The way that happens is by learning yourself, knowing who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and embracing it and working on making it better. I don't think I can change the world. I know I can change mine because I get to create it. You're tuned into the Jay King Show. We'll be right back. Good, Jay. Got it. How many minutes I have right here? This is last four and a half minutes? Three minutes. You went over. Three minutes? Okay. Yeah, it's got to be quick. Okay. It's the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. I want to say thank you for tuning in to me. Um, I had nine different categories that I wanted to discuss with you. But I could only get through four, and I and because I didn't want to rush, I, I didn't want to um, to just make this a show about you know boom boom boom. I really wanted wanted to sink in on you that that your physical health has a lot to do with your mental state of mind, your well being, and your mental state of mind and your well-being have a lot to do with your civic engagement, engagement, how you engage with all of the things that are happening around you politically, community, and otherwise, and your financial health and how it all tie, it ties everything together when you can wake up in the morning not concerned about whether you can pay your bills whether you can take care of your family, whether you can eat, whether if something should befall you, some tragedy that you have the wherewithal to take care of it. It's a wonderful relief, and we should all have it. There's enough money in this world for everybody to have some. There's enough peace in this world for everybody to have some. There's enough love in this world. There's enough good health in this world for everybody to have some. You just have to decide. You want to be one of those everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Jay King. I'll see you next week on the Jay King Show at KBLA. Talk 1580. Peace. Good. Good show, Jay. Okay, great. Next week, we'll do entrepreneurial education, debt, vacation, creativity. We'll, we'll do a second part to this. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Mike is the man to make this world a better land. Do you have Damn a comment right. on um, self-help? On what? Self-help. So, 
So, so now let me. So that's interesting. When you say, "Do I have a comment on self-help?" What do you mean? Just taking care of one's person, one's own psyche. Uh, yeah, I should. Well, well, well First of all, but, um, personal enjoyment. Personal. I think. Yeah, I, I think that. Um, that the, the first thing we, you know, the, the one thing we have to do that's difficult to do is love yourself. You know, everybody say they love themselves. But then if you're going to look at you, you got to be honest. You got to look at yourself. You got to look at your physical self. You got to look at your mental and emotional self, your, your spiritual self. Your financial self, self, and then you got to ask yourself: Do do I really love me? The body, the meat suit that we're encapsulated in, Mike. They say that with all of the natural resources that's in the body, it has the capability of living living two hundred and fifty years. If we took care of the human body optimally, that this human body could live 250 years before it ran out of resources. The oldest woman in the world recorded was a French woman who lived to be 122 years old, which means she left 128 years on the table. And when we look at black men who live to be 69 years old, we leave 186 years on the table. So self-care has to be your number one priority. We should be waking up every day saying, how do I make my life better? How do I make my physical life better, my financial life better, my mental life better? Because those are the things that are going to enable you to live a longer life because it's going to take a lot of stresses off of you. I, I think um, one of the things that really helps me is the fact that I do Kings in the Morning because there's a lot of laughter on Kings in the Morning. And if you Google about laughing and your physical health, you'll find out that laughing and laughter helps your physical and mental health. So self-care, self-care should be priority one. For everybody. Yeah, I agree. This year, I this past year, I had a death in the family, somebody really close to me. And last Christmas, I mm-hmm. wasn't in the spirit at all. I was down. I didn't put any Christmas lights up. I didn't do anything fun like that. But this year, I said to myself, I'm going to get in the Christmas spirit. In the early mm-hmm. November, I'm gonna be, I told my wife, I'm going to get in the Christmas spirit. And, wow, did it make a difference, uh, uh, you know, giving gifts and yes. just the joy, the joy of it, the love of it. Uh, I, you know, I wasn't expecting anything. I was 
I was just, you know, even the, just the littlest things. And, yeah. and your conversation today, you know, the priorities, when you prioritize for the new year, you know, you, you almost have to put yourself first or put yourself at the top of the list. Absolutely. Of the seven to nine that you have. If you can, if you don't take care of you, how are you going to take care of somebody else? If you don't love you, how are you going to love somebody else? If you don't give something to you, how are you going to give something to anybody else? Because you got to give yourself. I agree. Yourself. And I thought mental, the mental health is, is a big part of it too, which I think may yeah. be connected, but just, you know, just be joyous, have fun. I, I do get angry at times and I do get, um, kind of snarky, and that's not good. No, it's not. Walking yeah. around all But taking care of yourself. When you, when you walk around assy like that, get your ass all on your shoulders, stinking up the joint. That's what my mama said. Yep. Mm-hmm. Walking around here. And I want to smell your, your ass stinking up the joint. <laughs> but, Jay, you're 178, 178 pounds. Is that what you said? Damn. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you want to get down to 160? Yes. Good. That's good for you. Yeah. I don't want it. Mike, I don't want to get down to 160. I'm going to get down to 160. <laughs> I'm not. How are you going to do gonna that? I'm going to be at 160. I, I feel like a fat boy. Well. El, El Pug. A hundred plus Pug more than you. So I feel, well, I feel you like this. Shame. You might be a fat boy too, and, and you, you know, and I, and if you, and I don't mind calling you one if you are, because I don't mind calling me one. You can. <laughs> I didn't. You know you can. I am. I mean, I went. To, I had a physical today, and I took my wallet out. I took my shoes off on the scale. I took my keys out. I'm like, you know, I got to get. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about life, Mike, is that you get to get better all the time. You know, you don't, you know, you can either, you can either weigh your da- yourself down with it, or you can say, man, let me, how much better can I get? How much more can I do? You know, somebody said, Jay, man, you, you, you go, man, how do you keep going? I said, because one day I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm 60. I'm not 80. When you, and when yeah. you get 80, you don't slow down. And, you know, and, and yeah. a lot of what we eat, you know, we, when, a lot of what we eat is also killing us. A lot of the uh-huh. things that the government, that the government allowed us to, to, to put in our bodies that they call food, they know is killing us. And I think because a lot of, a lot of times they don't want people to live that long. Because if they do, they disrupt the uh, the ecosystem of life. Well, when you get down to 160, it's going to be a victory. And that's going to feel good, too. And that's going to yeah. improve your mental health and your self-health. Yeah. I'll, I'll so they're all little victories. You just check them off. And that's how you do it. Yeah, you got to, you know, take the wins. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait till part two. Yeah, it's going to be good. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sir. All right, you guys, this was our first first show back. Uh, and um happy to be back. 
a mic, and um, 